on, Wolfpack Nation. Welcome to another episode here of Tuffy Talk, baby. We are so excited here to be joined by the one and only Maddie McPherson, which I don't know if a lot, a lot of NC State fans might not know the, you know, the name Maddie McPherson, obviously, since Maddie was only, we were only lucky to have Maddie for one year. Uh, but again, we'll get more into that. But first of all, I want to get, I want to say, first of all, Maddie, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, a little bit of a quick background here a little bit. So uh, Maddie McPherson is a, a, a softball pitcher uh, that was with NC State uh, for, for last year's season. So uh, you know, I guess the 2021-2022 season. Uh, and uh, before that, she uh, came, she was at Georgia and then Georgia Tech and then transferred in as a graduate uh, transfer. And now she actually signs with the Florida Vibe. Am I correct on that, Maddie? You are. Sort of vibe, sweetness. All right, cool deal. So uh, before we get rolling into it, too, one thing I do want to say, make sure, again, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. If you're NC State fan just like us, hit that like button. Also, give us a follow, Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. But starting out first, Maddie, so, uh, you know, let's talk a little bit about Florida Vibe. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of a lot of state fans, including even myself as well, I'll be 100% honest with you, that don't really know too, too much about the professional softball space. But from what I've 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 known, it is a definite growing space. It's still in the early early stages, and mm-hmm. even to looking at like the like looking at the schedule because it looked like basically the schedule for the Florida Vibe. Two things stood out to me. First thing was that it was basically from mid to early June until mm-hmm. early August, so pretty short season. And then right. most of the games were based in Florida or against like international teams. So uh, can you kind of talk a little, yeah. So can you kind of talk a little bit about that in terms of the format and, you know, you know, just kind of give a little bit of an overview for those who don't really know too much about the professional softball associate or league. Yeah, for sure. So you are 100% correct in saying that it's a growing league. Um, right now there's only four professional softball teams in the state and that's including three in the WPF and then the Florida Vibe who I played for um, is an independent team but we also were looking to get into the WPF but that's all like contract stuff not really player in but more GM president that sort of stuff Um, but as far as um, schedule wise like you said we played a bunch of international teams so we played Team Canada and Team Mexico, um, they're just, you know, getting ramped up for their years going to World Cup, um, the Olympics, different things like that, trying to set their national team record. So they're always looking for games during the summer. Um, we also played the two other teams that were a part of the WPF, um, which were the Vipers and the Pride. Um, so like you said, uh, we played, we're based out of Bradenton, Sarasota area. So we played a lot of our international games there. We also okay. traveled to Vieira, which is where the Vipers and the Pride are from, and played them. And like our last series was a six-game series against them. And then um, they were scheduled to come to us throughout the summer as well. But something happened with that where we just ended up traveling to them and added those six games on to the end of the year. Um, mm-hmm. So like I said, it's very limited in terms of it's not like the MLB, you know, where you have all of these teams that you're rotating playing um, against and you know you have these super large rosters, um, yeah. but I think that makes it even better because you have such like a, a space to grow the game and it's really important when of course I know MLB they have all of their youth fans and even adult fans too, but it seems even more special when you're so close to the fans here just because it is limited. Um, sure. As far as um, 
You know, I think it is growing. And that's something that with the Florida Vibe, that was like our main point. Of course, we're there to win. We're there to play softball. That is like, yes, you know, you are a player. But along with that, we really wanted to make it a point of this season, especially since it was the first season for the Vibe of just growing the game and making not only ourselves known, the team known, but like how we can help softball grow. So that was really cool to see, Um, not only obviously to be a part of professional softball and play and do all of that, but also um, just get to be a part of something bigger than softball itself. Love it. Yeah. No, well, and again, you know, I think, uh, it, you know, it, it's, it's interesting starter for sure, you know, and obviously then they, I mean, you know, to even get the chance to play after your college years, I'm sure is, is a blessing within itself for sure. Now, uh, the one thing which I do want to ask, so, so, you know, is I'm assuming, you know, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but is, is this a full-time gig or is this a, you know, part-time or how's that kind of work? Right. So that's the crazy thing about it. You know, with the MLB, that's their sole job. That's what they're doing year round. And like you mentioned earlier, our season starts at best early June and goes through maybe mid-August. So I think it's that fine line, which if you're able to make that your full-time job, great. Um, A lot of people aren't able to do that. So a lot of the girls that are playing, their coaches at university, colleges, you know, so they can have that time off for those two to three months because it's sort of like, you know, what corporate job is going to allow you to take off those three months? Um, But I think, you know, if you're lucky enough to find a company or a corporate job like that, then, you know, it, it is something that's challenging. And I think that is a big part of the game that they're trying to make it where, you know, they're increasing the salary to hopefully make it a full-time job. Um, it is, it is different because it's like, you know, how are you going to have time for your job and then train and, you know, do everything you need to do to make sure that you're still ready. So it's definitely different, um, but it, it's worth it all in the same yeah, I was noticing here at your schedule that you guys played this past season because you mentioned it's it's really it looks like it's through this through the summer months for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all had a pretty good winning record, and I'm curious um, what you've you've learned playing in a professional league. How much different that is as compared to playing in college softball? Do you really notice the step up in competition? Oh, yeah, for sure. Not that college wasn't hard. It was, I mean, you're facing great competition there every single day. But it's like, you know, the teams that you're playing here, those were the best of the best on their team. So it's like you really have. And for me, I mean, that was my first year playing. Some of these girls have been playing five, six, seven, you know, plus years, and they're already experienced. For me, it was sort of like, I don't really fangirl, but, you know, when I, somebody that I grew up watching, now I'm pitching to, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, who is the, you know, I'm, I'm pitching against one of my idols over here or playing against them. So I sort of had to take a step back and realize, you know, like, meet them where you're at. Like, yes, you did watch them, you know, grow up and you play and whatever it may be. And like, you love them, but like, you're also in the same space as them too. So sort of recognizing that and being like, okay, like, yeah, I did like you. I watched you play, but you know, like I'm here to compete too. Um, But it definitely was, um, I I mean, I had to learn so much. Not that you aren't out there competing every pitch you are, but I think for me, it was more on the mental side of like, you know, these girls are good and you just have to go out there and own your stuff and make sure you're doing everything right so that you're more than fully prepared to be there. 
Sure, yeah. And I'm curious, all this is an interview about you, but I am curious, who are some of those uh, players that you look grew up look, um, they were playing and you were growing up watching? Yeah, so um, I was lucky enough, or a little bit of both sides. So some of the players that were on my team, um, AJ Andrews, she played at LSU. And okay. I, like y'all mentioned before, I went to Georgia beforehand. Um, so we never actually met up, but we were really close to playing all in the same years. But, you know, before I got there, I watched her play throughout the season. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, when I first met her, I was a little like, you know, what do I go up and say? Like, do I say, yeah. hey, do I let her come up to me? Like, here's this newbie that's 23 year old, 23 years old. And it's like, you know, what do I do? So yeah. she came up to me and um, it was literally the most like natural, organic conversation of like, hey, how's your day? What's going on? You know, like, I'm, why am I even nervous about this? Yeah, I should down to earth, right? <laughs> She's just a normal, normal person just out here playing softball. Um, as far as other teams, um, Jalen Forge, she went to James Madison and she also, she was a great player, but she plays in Japan as well. So mm -hmm. always watched her growing up and um, she's a lefty pitcher. So I sort of was like, you know, this is somebody that I can watch and I can be like, and then um getting to play against her. I was like trying to just watch while we were playing. I'm like, okay, what is she doing? Like, I need to know what she's doing. Stunning. So I can do that. <laughs> so I think that was also a really cool part of being there is like being with that talent and watching, you're always trying to pick up something of what they're doing. And um, just how like friendly everyone is like, of course it's a competition and it's a game, but you know, after the game, like, because it is so limited, we're all in it together. It's like, Hey, you know, I noticed you were doing this. Like, can you talk to me more about that? I just found that was really cool that people were so willing to help. Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. So, yeah, because you were talking about, too, you know, meeting, you know, uh, you know, kind of people you've looked up to or that you've seen, you know, play before. And, uh, you know, two two immediate, you know, examples come to mind. First of all was, uh, you know, former other NC State uh, Pac Pro, uh, Naeem Hines uh, with the Colts. Right. And uh, he got to meet uh, Tavon Austin, who is a, a former college uh, a star at West Virginia. And uh, him being mic'd up during that moment and Naeem Hines talking mm -hmm. like, man, that's Tavon Austin. And like, you know, what do I say? So, so exactly what, what you were saying, like, I'm, I was thinking my head like, Hey, that's exactly what Naeem Hines It's like said, a thing you know, where you can't really understand it from your perspective because we're not in the same position as you, but you can just imagine what that would be like. If I saw one of my, you know, idols or heroes growing up, I can, I can only imagine what that looks, what that would be like experience wise. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, as please, far, go. um, so before I went to NC State, the past two summers before that, I played in the FGCL, which is the Florida Gulf Coast League, mm -hmm. and it's a summer collegiate league. Just like, you know, they created it. It's fairly new. They just had their third season this past summer because the owner, Ryan Moore, who also owns the Florida Vibe, created it. 
And um, he was like, you know, baseball, they have all of these opportunities to go play over the summer and get better and have that game experience. Why aren't we doing something like that with softball? And to sort of go off of like meeting idols and playing the pros, what was really cool about that was not only were you playing in the summer, but at the end, you were if you were selected on like the all-star team, you were able to go play the pride in a three-game series. So before I was even playing these people like being a pro with them, I got to play them twice. So what, six games or really nine games um, before ever doing that. So it made me feel a little bit better that I played them beforehand in college. And I was like, okay, like I've pitched this person before. So when I got to season this past summer, I was like, okay, I've done this. I did this two years ago. I did it last year. Like I'm okay. (laughs) Right. So, you know, definitely the thing which I've been dying to ask and dying and I've been wondering for sure is, is so how is the process in terms of like, how did you like, you know, is it a tryout process in order to get into, you know, the league? Is it, you know, that the kind of a recruit or like not a recruit, but they reach out to you kind of deal. Uh, What's that process like? Yeah. So, um, right. Like I said earlier, Ryan, who started the FGCL is the owner of and president of the Florida Vibe. So I was already really familiar with him. He watched me play um, the past two summers, had a really personal uh, contact with him. And, you know, of course, like growing up and playing sports or playing softball, whatever your sport is, you know, I think that's the main goal of, you know, I want to play pro. I want to play pro. And that's what I always said. And I'm sure people thought I was crazy because, you know, I didn't have the most like storybook career of, you know, All-American, All-ACC. Like, in fact, I don't have any of those awards. I was just, you know, a consistent pitcher that got the job done. Um, So I'm sure when people said that, they were like, why is she saying she's going to go pro? Like, you know, she doesn't have all of these crazy awards. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to focus on like proving. I sort of lived my last like season saying, you know what? I'm not going to focus on proving other people wrong, but I'm going to prove myself right. Like I'm going to do this. So that's something that me and Ryan talked about like the past two summers. It was in the works. You know, he said, I'm thinking about starting this pro team. You know, how can we create this? What can we do? Like, would you, you know, can we have ideas, yada, 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 all that good stuff. So I sort of knew that it was going on in the background of the past two seasons, but I just never thought it would be an actual reality. Like, of course, I hope that it was going to be a reality. And, um, you know, during the season, um, he mentioned it to me, I guess, like middle way through the season and really didn't, he was like, you know, hey, you're on the list of pitchers. Like we really um, want you. And of course, like we would love to have you, but we have to see how the season goes, how postseason goes. Like I can't give you a final answer, you know, until that happens. And I was like, you know, I, I completely understand. Like it's a business, like we're friends, but it's a business first, like totally get that. So of course it was in the back of my mind playing. And once a uh, season finished, you know, I still didn't have a solid answer. And I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm happy with how my career ended. Like, of course, I wish we would have went further, but you know, I was like, okay, um, what to do now? And I was actually thinking about going to play overseas and would have loved to do that. So I was talking to a few people and then Ryan called me one day and he was like, well, what do you think about this? And I'm like, yeah, of course I'm in. Like, yeah. I would love to play. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess that was it's probably not the most like ideal or like, idolized, you know, story of, oh, this is how it happened. It was sort of in a roundabout way. 
Um, but I think that also probably describes like how my career went, you know, like just persevering and um, just being consistent and not really worrying about like, you know, of course, this is the end goal, but you can't make that the only thing that you're focused on. So just really living in the moment and making sure you're doing what you need to do at that time. And then, you know, everything will take care of itself if it's meant to be. Absolutely. So, you know, and you kind of mentioned too, you know, obviously getting an opportunity to play a team, uh, team Mexico. And, mm -hmm. uh, so, uh, you know, one player that jumps to mind is Tatiana Forbes who plays mm -hmm. with uh, team Mexico. Right. And cause you didn't have the chance to play with her while she was state. Correct. No. So I, when she was a year, she graduated a year before I did. So she was yeah. actually, we played team Mexico and then she was also on the Vipers this past summer. So nice. played with her or played against her. But funny enough, with when I was at Georgia Tech, uh, Tati was like my hardest out. I was like, I cannot get this girl out. Like, <laughs> what's going on? So, of course, I didn't know her. I knew of her. And that's sort of how we still were throughout this past summer. It was like, you know, we'd pass by and like say hey or make like quick glances. But we were never like, oh, you know, like go up and, and chit chat about it. But we we're like, okay, we both know we went to NC State. We just didn't like personally know each other. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, kind of talking about too, I'm curious. So, so, you know, you kind of mentioned earlier in terms of, you know, balancing, you know, being ready for softball, obviously playing the games themselves as well as to you have a job as well. So what does your kind of usual, like weekly daily schedule look like, you know, like, you know, how much well, training is there in, in, in it? And, you know, how do you kind of balance that? Right. So like I was saying earlier, I recently started a new job and yep. um, fortunately enough, so it's Hanover Research and it's a marketing and data analytics research firm, which sounds really crazy, um, but it is actually all remote. So I am working from home, which probably is like the best possible outcome I could have. It's best of both worlds. Um, so I just started that and doing all the training this week. Um, so as far as like moving forward, what the week would look like, you know, I do my normal job. Um, and then for me, luckily, I'm a pitcher. Um, I feel like pitchers are really specialized and individualized. So, you know, I can go through a bullpen without having to have people hitting me ground balls or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so fortunately, it's a little easier that way, because I can, of course, I can throw, throw to a catcher, or I can have a nine pocket 16 pocket net. Um, that I can really do things myself. So for me, it's doing my job, getting a bullpen in, having that planned out, and then working out as well, um, which isn't too different, I feel like, from what I did in college either, because, you know, that job is sort of taking place of, like, what I did in classes, you know? That's how it was scheduled for me. Had that class time, went to practice, worked out. So it's not too different, but, you know, I was also prepared with it from what we did in college. Yeah. And I'm curious, you mentioned the practice you have. Are there any areas that you're really trying to work on in your, you know, first years of, you know, pitching yeah. professional softball? I, I think for me, it is working to stay in game shape and to still have that like throwing to batters. For me, that's how I get better. Like I know there are times that you need to have a bullpen where you can work on things to work on your spins, things like that. But I also, you know, we all know what works best for us. And I know that I, I get better when I'm throwing live at bats. Um, so I have been trying to, like, scoop out people around me and be like, hey, um, which a lot of them are still in college. I'm like, if you have free time, like, would you, like, let me come pitch to you, please? I really appreciate that. Yeah. 
Um, so it really, I guess, works out for both of us where they're getting, you know, at bats where they can work on things, but I can also work on what I need to. And um, I think what's also a little different for me is working, you know, in college, you have a set routine, like Coach DeVries would be like, you know, this is what we're doing this day. This is our practice plan. This is what you're doing. And um, for me, I think right now it's like, okay, I have full control of what I'm doing. Like, what do I need to work on? I think that's probably, I wouldn't say the hardest part, but it's definitely, definitely different on thinking for yourself of like, okay, this is what I need to work on. And somebody's not telling me directly, you know, we're doing this drill today and we're doing this right. and this. You're, you're figuring out on your own. Yeah. Hmm. And not to say that you can't reach out and ask questions and you ask her or ask teammates because it is like that collaborative space, but it's also like, okay, well you are on your own at the same time. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, kind of one, one, I guess a two part of question to kind of wrap this first part up and kind of the, you know, the professional side up is so what would you say has been the most surprising part of uh, your first season in, in professional so far? And then part B is what, what has been your favorite moment? Hmm. So surprise and then favorite moment. Okay. Sorry, I had to think about this surprise and favorite moment. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go in that order either. <laughs> you yeah, not necessarily. yeah, 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 yeah. I think probably my favorite moment was our last game this past season. Um, I threw a perfect game and um, oh, nice. I was just so shocked. I was like, what in the world's going on here? Like, you know, this is my first season. Why? Like, how am I throwing a perfect game? You know, of course I was so glad to do it, but I think it was sort of like the storybook ending of, you know, we were like, this first season's perfect. And, you know, that's all we could think about afterwards. It was like, you know, you know, during the game, I wasn't even thinking, you know, because you don't think zone. about the perfect right. game. You don't think about you're throwing a no hitter. You're just throwing that one pitch and that's what it is. So I didn't even realize I was throwing it. And, you know, after the game, they were like, did you know you threw a perfect game? And I was like, well, I mean, now that I think about it, I guess there there wasn't anybody on base. And uh, we just sort of made it a joke after that of um, that it was the perfect ending to our, our perfect first season. Um, so that was probably my favorite moment. Just, um, I don't know, I think it was something that, you know, you throw no hitters in college and high school and perfect games even, but to do it your first season pro, that was really, really neat. And Absolutely. then um, biggest surprise, was that it? Yeah, yeah, but it's like what, like the biggest surprise in terms of, it could have been like, you know, like some you didn't expect, uh, you know, transition wise, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, even too, I mean, just moving into the adult life, you know, like, you know, it doesn't even necessarily be, you know, necessarily softball 100% related exactly. Right, okay. Biggest surprise. Sorry, I'm still thinking about this. Um, you know, biggest surprise probably for me was that how laid back the practices were. I, which probably isn't that crazy to be like, oh, wow, like this is her biggest surprise. But, you know, I was expecting to have like super, not that they weren't very like intense practices, they were, but how laid back and calm everybody was. And that they were like, you know, this is practice. We're doing our own thing. We're going to work on this, this, and this. And like, nobody made it a bigger deal than it was. Hmm. And I think that maybe I was just in like a sticker shock of like, oh my gosh, I'm finally here. Like I'm doing it. And everybody's yeah. like, I've been here, you know? Hmm. True. 
Okay, that's great. Hey, that that's a good one. Hey, I I I completely get that 100%. Well, so with that being said, so Wolfpack Nation, we're going to wrap it up first our first part right there. But make sure to tune in back for part 2 as we'll actually start diving into her time in NC State. Obviously, she's repping it still loud and proud, which is great. Uh but also to even kind of talking about, you know, her journey to NC State as well. Um so with that being said, uh, uh Maddie, first of all, you know, for any state fan that wants to uh follow you, keep up with you, you know, with the, you know, the Florida vibe and uh seek you know, what else you're doing? Are you, uh, you know, would you mind kind of tagging in any kind of social media or anything that you, uh, you know, you can help the fans kind of keep track of you at all? Yeah. Um, so my like Twitter handles, Instagram handles, that type Absolutely. of Absolutely. Um, got it. bad that I don't actually know them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I believe well. that they're all very similar, either Instagram or Twitter. They're all Maddie Mac 313. If you look that up, they may have like some underscores in them, but I believe for the most part, they're all very similar. I'm looking it up on your Twitter right now. It's MaddieMac313 with no underscores. (laughs) Maybe Instagram underscore. (laughs) But I know they're all similar. No worries. So what we'll do, uh, uh, Maddie and uh, Wolfpack Nation, is uh, if you want to give Maddie a follow on any of her social media, we'll have the links to those in the description below. So make sure to check that out. And then also, too, if you haven't already, make sure once again, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you don't miss out whenever we release any new NC State content. And also, too, if you're a diehard NC State fan just like us, make sure, again, to hit that like button. And also, too, make sure to check out, to our channel memberships for as little as $1.99 per month. You get access to exclusive content, exclusive videos. We just released our uh, interview with Lacey Steele, NC State Women's Basketball Commit. To see part two of that, all you have to do is be a member. Again, only $1.99 a month. You get access to videos, emojis, uh, newsletter, uh, private Discord channel, all that jazz. So a ton of value there uh, for, again, so so little cost. Um, and also, to give us a follow Tuffy Talk Now on Twitter or Instagram. But with that being said, make sure to tune in back for part two. We'll see you all then. Go Pack, y'all.